Welcome back to Not Alone, a podcast about faith and wellness. We're so glad you're tuning in. This episode is a bit unlike any we've ever done before as we decided it was finally time to take a break from Zoom meetings. That's right. This episode of Not Alone is the very first to be recorded in person. The gang recently got together at Evan's house to reflect upon the last year of podcasting, the progression of post-pandemic life, the things we get to celebrate now, and we also try our hands at being spokespersons for a popular chain of chicken salad restaurants. Live from Evan's house, here are Evan DeYoung, Lindsay Geist, and Michael McCord. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first in-person recording of the Not Alone podcast. I'm Evan DeYoung. I'm here with Lindsay Geist and Michael McCord. Lindsay is beside herself because George, Michael's dog, is sitting in his lap as we record in the studio, and he's got his head resting on the microphone, which just may not work for the podcast. This is like, I think, you know, pulling everything together because this dog has not left my side the entire pandemic, and... uh He's having a little separation anxiety today. He's just got to be right here with me, even though we're here in person. I mean, he is probably overwhelmed with this many people together. That's right. His whole life, almost his whole life has been in pandemic mode where he's been in the basement with his, with me. His dog father. <laughs> with his, his dog father. Actually, yesterday was his one year, two year, two year uh, gotcha day. So... We got George two years ago yesterday. I need to paint a picture for everybody here uh, at what George actually looks like. George is a miniature golden doodle who currently has a giant green mohawk shaved on the top of his head. <laughs> he looks like uh, he looks like he just got straight off of a Mad Max set. He's ready to roam the wastelands here. The kids call him Skinny Bones. <laughs> George just obliterated Michael's mic, <laughs> which is perfect. But that's right, everybody. We are here in person together. This is the first time we have seen each other in, we think, 14 months, 15 months now. We think we might have seen each other last in February of 2020. Yes, I think that's right. Which would put us at 15 months almost. 15 months? Holy cow. And, I mean, last time we saw each other in person, in the flesh, is when this podcast wasn't even on our radar. Nope, we were going to do all those events. (laughs) I mean, we were bonding and prepping for teaching and training events together. And instead, after all that quality time of all that prepping, and then the pandemic hit... We then only saw each other's faces over Zoom for 14 or 15 months and came up with this crazy, wonderful podcast project. I think in light of it, too, it's like I realized that I don't know that I could have made it through, or at least with the same level of sanity, whatever level of sanity (laughs) I actually maintained over the last year, but I don't think I could have maintained that level of sanity had it not been for the free counseling that we got every single week. (laughs) We really got our money's worth. Man, I got to think of what y'all owe me for all of that. I was going to say, it's pretty easy just to take whatever actually makes it into the episodes. 
double or triple that time. You may think that it was free counseling, but the bill is coming in some That's way, right. shape, or form. Like all good things, it comes. It comes. Eventually. The bill will come due. Yeah. Well, it's just <laughs> weird that I'm not facing my computer right now because, like, we're in my office that we've kind of set some microphones up in, and normally I would be facing this direction. For the listeners, I'm facing the computer, but now I'm looking at both of you. I'm in the same chair, so it's like, oh, I should turn around and talk to them. And it's like, no, their voices are behind me because they are actually behind me. Not in a creepy way, but <laughs> it is. It I, so I I imagine we are probably like most of you who are listening, just getting to that point where we're starting to see our friends. In real life and not on the screen. I mean, we've been talking to our uh, friends on Zoom over the over the last year or so and uh, to see them in real life and to give them a hug and to like it's just it's such a such a such an enormously wonderful experience and such a strange experience at the same time. I know we've mentioned this once before, but even coming to the front door, I there are things that because we've only seen each other on screen for a whole year, like Evan, I forgot how tall you are. Right. Like, it totally blew it my mind that I was like, oh, yeah. I'm eight feet tall for everybody. <laughs> that is it because Zoom is the great like it equalizer. Mm -hmm. you, you see everyone is the same height there because you just fit in the square. So you don't even think about. Well, and it's so weird because you automatically want to hug people right um but at the same time we've had a whole year of like do i hug somebody do i not hug somebody and then you almost are more awkward because you play this game in your head of like should i hug somebody should i not hug yeah have somebody? you done the, like the hug dance you're like wait you know sh is this okay like <laughs> yeah and the other thing is is how long do you hug somebody like you don't want it to be creepy, but at the same time, oh, no. I, I like where they start to push away a little bit, <laughs> and they just bring them in just a little bit closer, just a little bit. And then, we we could probably have a competition where we try to figure out like which one of us could out hug the other person because it sounds like we both aren't bothered by it, and we're okay with the other person getting just let it linger out. a little bit. We have one. We have one. Evan and I have someone on our 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 team that does not like hugs. And it is, it is a wonderful thing just to give him a hug, just because you know he doesn't like them. <laughs> <laughs> Hugs are interesting, and I think we're gonna have to relearn the. I don't want to say evolution of hugs, but I think in the church world too, you typically give and get a lot of hugs. Really, whether you want it's hugs true. or not, like it's you true. Really, you need to have like like a hula hoop around your waist or something if you don't want people to hug you, which would just make people want to hug you more, so they would do it anyways. But there's like the like the cordial side hug. There's the kind of normal like forward embrace, and then you like the A-frame hug too. Yeah, the the arching like yeah. you know you want to leave a lot of room for the Holy Spirit, I guess. And so you do like I do a lot of scoop hugs above people. Uh, but there is always a point in a hug where you have to communicate how you're going to stop hugging, right? And there's like these nonverbal cues, right? Some people do like a couple pats. Right, mm -hmm. like you've got the people. three, three pats. Yeah. <laughs> one, two, three, three pats. Uh, some people, and this one always really catches me off guard, is because when you hug somebody, their hands are typically behind you, 
And then they, you get like a little bit of like a shoulder blade rub. <laughs> like, you know, you have those people who it's like, oh, it's so good to see you. And you embrace and then like you feel their hand moving on your back and you're like, OK, let's wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, there's I mean, it's been so monumental in this past year that I feel like there should be some over the top celebration when I'm back with people. Um and instead, it's kind of been so built up that it almost feels anticlimactic but and socially awkward, yet also really important. And I'm trying to figure out how to wrap my brain around, how do I hold this moment and remember it well, um, but also treat it like it's normal. I think that's kind of like how I felt. You know, I missed a couple episodes because I was finishing my doctorate, and it's like, that's a, the exact feeling you get. I think... Anytime you finish some like monumental task, it's always like you're the the energy leading up to it. You're like, it's unbelievable. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. And then when it's there, you're kind of like, this is all just a little weird. And then, and, and somehow not exactly what you imagined. Um, and I think that's maybe where we are too in this. It's just like you, there's been, you know, I think probably too, in this case, there's been so many false hopes you know mm -hmm. like when we first started i think i think i can remember talking to to my friends like oh i think this you know this will probably go for about six weeks and then we'll we'll be able to get through this and things like and then six weeks turns into six months and six months turns into 18 and you know <laughs> <laughs> then that's it. you know and so you, you you you've made all these like moments where you think oh we'll get to celebrate we'll get to celebrate and and then you don't so it does seem a little real, a little weird that is actually happening. I'm having a hard time being present in like in-person social moments because I feel like I spend a lot of mental energy thinking about what I'm acting like. Does that make sense? Yes. Because I haven't. I've only been around like family where you just kind of slug around. You're like they love me because you know they have to. Like I had to buy more sweatpants so that I could have a sweatpants rotation. Like that's, that's where true. we were at in the pandemic, and so I get done interacting socially, and I'm like, I'm really tired, which mm -hmm. is strange for me, and I, I feel really full of joy. But like, what did we even do or talk about? <laughs> like, yeah. It's kind of like I'm watching a movie of people interacting through my body. Well, and like, I'm not here. It feels like an out of body. Experience. I think what I want is to get like a mirror that kind of like arches over so I can constantly look at my facial expressions. Because oh for the last. Oh my God. <laughs> that's so terrible. Over a year, every time I have a conversation with somebody, I get to see what my face looks like. And now I'm like. <laughs> I'm so sick of my own face. Like. <laughs> Yes. It's like, oh my gosh, get me off of this. Like, either pay me like a news anchor. You know, That's right. Or, or like some kind of Hollywood star. Or get me off of this screen because I can't look at my own face anymore. I just can't do it. That's true. That's true. And I have to be smiling all the time on Zoom. <laughs> like, you know, like, I, I, I need to look interested. So you're like actively listening the whole time or trying to. It's exhausting. I'm always grateful for those moments of Zoom when you can just be a little more real life that you're like, I don't look interested or my head is in my hands because I'm over this topic by now. Um, that there's like a few people where you can say the real thing and not worry about your facial expressions because I needed those breaks. 
because all the rest of the time I was so worried about like, what is it conveying? What is this? Do I look like I'm listening? Uh-huh. I'm not. Active Zoom. Well, but I and, do look like I'm listening. And I have to look off screen some because my eyes are straight up tired staring at this. But it doesn't mean it's not fascinating. I just have to look away. But see, the beauty of, of Zoom, though, is that you can at least turn your screen off. You can turn your camera off for a few minutes and go walk away. But now I'm stuck in this room with you guys. <laughs> and I can't. Like right now, I'd away. like to walk off and not and just listen to you guys. I've got, no, I have to stay here. <laughs> I've got a tarp in the garage. <laughs> you want to turn off your camera? Goodness. We can just throw a blanket over your head. <laughs> oh, Michael just turned his camera off. Why is Michael sitting with a blanket? We needed a break. <laughs> he just, he just needs a I feel break. like we should have brought cake or something today. To I have celebrate. Yeah, what, it's what being is together. today, by the way? We're, 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 we're also talking about. We made it a year. On Today the is our hundredth episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I've been trying to get them to, to announce this is our hundredth episode, and they really won't do it. Oh no, Kennedy is breaking in. My my decrepit old dog really wants to visit. You can probably hear her nails click when she comes in. Come on, Kennedy. Come on. <laughs> Come on. I girl. wish you could see this dog walk. It's. The saddest thing you've ever seen. She has arthritis and a thyroid condition. And, and bow-legged. She is. She's sweet. She uh, she started losing her hair because of her thyroid. And so she started to have just like a naked mole tail. She looked like a possum. <laughs> but then we've got her on some thyroid medicine and her hair's growing back. But apparently she doesn't want to visit anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, Kennedy's first appearance on the podcast. So a year into this, recording that is. We, yeah. Uh-huh. How many episodes? Uh, 20 something? 30 something? No, 30. See, we know Lindsay. Clearly, Lindsay I'm the one that this. keeps track of all of this. 99. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, goodness. I, I am the um, task oriented person behind this. In case anybody. Detail oriented. Detail oriented person. Yeah. That's more appropriate. Um, <laughs> breaking it again. <laughs> Come on, sweetie. We're we're at thirty something episodes now. Over thirty episodes, and when you add that up into parts of three, it makes ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> you don't realize oh, is goodness. is each episode that gets put out there actually requires two previous episodes, right? Just to just to get to one. Good episode. It's like a, pin, a thing you play pinball. You get like moderately the good multiplier episode. and the multi ball. And now we're at 100. We did it. <laughs> we, we released uh, like 68 one second episodes to get to 100, <laughs> which is great. Do you guys remember uh, CDs? Yes. Yes. I, I still have some. I love a good CD player. Uh, <laughs> Do you still have like. Michael. <laughs> I just have this image of Lindsay with like a boombox, you know, like one of those the detachable speakers. Yeah. The, that would the, that would be real the, sweet. The one um, disc CD player. Yeah, no, I mean, I loved a good boombox when I was young, but no, there's so many good CDs still out there that I don't know. I'm I'm not. Do you have the visor <laughs> in your car with the sleeves. No, <laughs> my car won't play any CDs tragically. <laughs> So 
can only play them at my house. <laughs> you, pull, you pull one out and it's like a CDR. Like, that's a but I mean, don't you, don't you love those old school yes. mixed CDs I do. that people I made for you? I mean, yeah. they make my heart so happy. I still want to play them here and there. Yeah, I, I, I Next time you're at my house, I'm putting on a bunch of those mixed CDs in my CD player, and y'all can roll your eyes, but you're going to love all the throwback tunes. So, yeah. like, all the CDs that your ex-boyfriend <laughs> made you, oh, the love you kept songs. all your breakup CDs. <laughs> oh, breakup CDs? That would be better. That'd be oh, good. that would be great. I think, I mean, I think that we all probably have an album or two we've listened to in... Uh, in a breakup oh, that are good and angsty. Um, no, most of the mixed CDs are um, like started for like my 16th birthday. I mean, somebody gave me a whole uh, like small little case full of 10 different mix CDs. They made you 10 mix CDs for it your It was birthday? my 16th birthday. They, they okay? didn't it was a That's big an anthology. Deal. <laughs> yes, it was a big deal that my friend made this for me. So um, yeah, I gotta go back to all of those. My sister and I made a bunch for each other that um, we even mailed them to each other um, when I was This is a level of commitment. <laughs> you guys used up like five Sharpies per CD. Like drawing on them you know what i'm talking about you know Everybody what decorate them you know what maybe if y'all are nice enough to me i'll share your cd collection <laughs> i was gonna say i might even think about like making you a mix or a playlist but never mind now we don't need to celebrate i won't give so, that as our our anniversary gift okay y'all i think i have a CD I player want, in my car. i want a mixed cd i'll have to find something to play it on but i want one yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. because i think that to commemorate you know the Maybe you could do like the number one hit song in each genre for each week of our production of our of our podcast. Yep, a hundred. Okay. So that we can have like a hundred song anthology. <laughs> okay. I I will find some sort of anniversary gift for the two of you. That sounds good. Okay, Michael, and will you find an anniversary gift for Lindsay, and then yes, let me sign what I'm going to. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take the video because we record on Zoom. I'm going to take the video portion of that and I am going to get that put onto a VHS tape <laughs> and give it to Lindsay to remind her of all those great moments where she rolls her eyes at us <laughs> during one of the our prolonged <laughs> illustrations. What if I got you each a photo book that was just a screenshot of the gallery view of every time we recorded? So I just... actually would totally love that because think of how great that will be in like 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now. It's just a hundred pages of every episode. I mean, think of how cool that would be to go back and go, remember that time in our lives? When, when we... we lived through a pandemic. <laughs> We started a podcast. Yeah. I mean, maybe someday, you know, 30, 40, 50 years from now, people are going to be talking about podcasts the same way we're talking about CDs. Well, so I think this is a good question Probably. to ask is like, so what do you do to commemorate big milestones in life? What, what do you, what's your go-to? Because we're all approaching that as we're coming out of this pandemic and we're going to go back to work. You looked at me like I had a birthday coming up. I was counting in my head. I was like, I think I'm still in my early 30s. But Remember, you long. forgot my anniversary gift today, y'all. So, Oh, that's true. You did forget something big. Jeez. I know. 
Look how thoughtful. Seriously, you though. want George? <laughs> <laughs> I'll gift you a dog. Uh, um, Kennedy's up for grabs. <laughs> it's a couple hundred dollars a month to keep her alive. <laughs> so I think about what I do to celebrate. Um, I don't have a go-to celebration plan. Um, it's not like every birthday I eat at the same restaurant or anything like that. Cheesecake Factory. Oh man, I haven't mm. eaten there in so long. That sounds so good. I made the mistake of looking at the nutrition facts. On the oh no, 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 no! Oh yeah, no, 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 no. no. Um, I think that for me, the most important part is being with people to celebrate milestone moments. And so uh, it almost feels like a lot of work to plan where are we going to be or who's coming out, you know, uh, who's hosting it or something, because getting the right people there is the most important to me. Um, And I take pictures of everything. So almost like every big moment, I want photo documentation of it somehow. I need to do a better job of that. Mm. I'm always I'll, like, live in the moment, live in the moment. And then I go back and try and remember all the moments of my life. And I have no pictures. <laughs> I'll make sure to take a photo of today to commemorate us being <sighs> together. I'm in my best pandemic wear. <laughs> you, you really, you really did, did come in Dress up finest. for the occasion. <laughs> <laughs> I took a shower. That's nice. Hey, that's a, that's a step in the right direction. Yeah. Am I? Oh, oh. there goes Kennedy. You can hear walking away. So for me, it's it's feasting and the, and it's the same kind of thing. So, you know, we have fasting, which is a, a, a religious tradition of, you know, not eating um, and using that time to, to think about yourself and, and your relationship and re, reorganizing yourself, re, rethinking yourself in that time of, of spiritual uh, fasting. But feasting is the other end of that. It's a spiritual practice of of eating and celebrating time together with your friends and your family. And I think I'm with you on that. I think every, the way I prefer to celebrate milestones is to be together and to share a meal together. It's like, it's the, and that, that is the very thing we've not been able to do. Yeah. And it's like the, it's, it's the thing I cannot wait um, for, for like a, for, for our fall retreat that we're going to have or uh, with our campus ministers here in Georgia, we're going to, all of the students, like those moments of all the people together sharing food and celebrating life together. Those are the great moments. And those are the things that have been taken away from us the most. So I, I think I look forward to that. Mm. Yeah. We, we'd like to like all pitch in on something like, uh, as like friend groups and things like that. Uh, so we'll, sometimes we'll take a trip to celebrate, like leave town or go on a hike or something to commemorate. Um, my family and my like really close friends, <laughs> at the so not to step on the toes of our previous episodes about substance abuse we'll typically buy a nice bottle of something and have like a nice evening together um and then we'll remember what we got that bottle for so like um you know we got a, a bottle that had been aged 30 years when my friend turned 30 like i could walk you through like mm-hmm. all of our different houses and like we'll keep the bottles you know or you know mm-hmm. whatever and um I know when I got each one, who I was yeah. with, why we got it, what we talked about, you know, like even if it was just a little milestone for them, you know, you kind of know, you look at your shelf 
Um, and books are the same thing too. My family gives a lot of books and you'll just write a note to somebody on the front. So I have just so many books with little notes from my family of all the different things that have happened. And have I read all of them? No, sorry, grandma, I haven't read all of them. Uh, but uh, but it's it's really touching. I mean, you know, grandma always sends up <gasps> your card. My card. I have a card. It's right here. I put it down. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen. My grandmother sent Michael McCord a card to my house. It has a picture of Steve Rogers, a.k.a. Captain America, on the back. And I have opened it, committing a federal crime. <laughs> but I opened true. it at his permission. I granted permission. So there you go, Michael. You, I didn't bring your card last time I saw you, but you have... Uh, and it's such literally a this is a perfect example this of how it. my family that's right. celebrates and commemorates it's yeah you, you get a card from grandma maybe a call you've put this is the card you've put your spirit your heart your best efforts and your best self into everything you do and it shows you deserve to feel proud and to be honored thank you evan's grandma i think celebrating and honoring are very intertwined that when we celebrate, um, part of why celebrations are so important is that we really want to honor somebody and or honor their accomplishments or honor the relationship. Um, and we're just trying to find ways to do so. It is hard sometimes to figure out like what the right thing is to do to celebrate. Um, like, you know, you have like a birthday coming up. Birthdays are great because everybody has one every year, right? So you kind of get that stage where, like, do you guys like to celebrate your birthday or you don't? Like, everybody's kind of different. And now that I'm, you know, getting older, birthdays are less of a big deal. Everybody's kind of way more low-key. Uh, I've had my first birthday parties where, like, you know, it used to be you would show up and bring presents and whatever. But, like, now when you throw a birthday party, you, like, throw a party for your friends. <laughs> like, you cook the food, you buy the food. Like, it's a very different shift where, like, you give a lot. And then I generally don't expect friends to give gifts, you know, maybe mm-hmm. something little or whatever. But, like, you throw parties for your friends in honor of your birthday. <laughs> That's kind of how our friend group does it. If you want to have a party, just, you know, find a friend to help you plan it. And then you guys plan it together and it's used to get together. I, I, I love it. Emily threw a surprise birthday party for me when I turned 40. And I think the best part about those kinds of events is like, you know, we all live sort of fragmented lives. We, mm-hmm. we, we have all these different sets of friends. And for example, today, Holly, Evan's wife, met Lindsay for the first time. First and we've, time been, ever. we've been working on this <laughs> all this time. And I, I don't know. Have you met Emily, my wife? No. I met Emily. No, so, no. So like, and we, and what's wild is that we've been working on this way longer than we've been podcasting. We've been that's working. True. I mean, together. really, it's like two years that we've been working together. Correct on on this project, and uh, which and it's is bizarre crazy. that you know I had not met either one of them, partly because we have so much in common. It yeah, makes sense that true. I would be friends with both of them, um, and y'all have been keeping them from me. Locked away in a mm-hmm. tower. Holly's been growing <laughs> out her hair. <laughs> but I, I think that was like, those are the cool moments where you put like people who've never met each other, but you're friends with, and then yep. you see them meet each other and then they become friends and you're like, oh, this is, this is kind of cool. And then they tell stories about you and that's not so. 
That's a little lesson. You're like, this is great until it's not. (laughs) Yeah, I hung out with some really good friends that I was friends with in high school and in a small group with the other day and things like that. And they're telling these stories to Holly, my wife, and I'm like, forgot about that. (laughs) Like, oh, like, oh, oh. So uh, I won't tell any of them here, but that's a nice. (laughs) And if, and we're done. But there are some, uh, yeah, there's some good ones out there you guys can dig. Oh, lunch is here. All right. We're going to push pause here and uh, we're going to eat some lunch and uh, we may be wrapping this episode here or we may see you in a few minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? All right, everybody, we are back from lunch. We had some wonderful chicken salad. What kind of chicken salad did you get, Lindsay? I'm really giving a play-by-play of my lunch. Yep. You are now. That's <laughs> what we do when we're together. <laughs> I had a kick and Kaylin. Cran- I got kick and Kaylin as well. Cranberry Kelly. There you go. Close on Sundays. Chicken salad chick. Are not a sponsor. Not Wish a sponsor. They were. <laughs> yet. All right, chicken salad chick execs. <laughs> I can, they could just pay us in their cookies, and I would be totally down with that. Michael, can you do a, an improvised ad read for chicken salad chick real quick so that you can audition for our <clears throat> sponsors go ahead <clears throat> oh, why don't i'll tee you up i'll say this week's episode is brought to you by our presenting sponsor chicken salad chick michael tell us a little bit more about chicken salad chick and everything they've got going on. our hopeful presenting sponsor do you like chicken salad well you should try the kick and kaylin because it'll kick you <laughs> Done. that's a wrap everybody we're calling this one we're gonna we're gonna be done. That's it. We've got we've got our sponsorship deal. We're gonna take our fifty dollars for their sponsoring our hundredth episode and right off into the sunset. As so as we talk about celebrations, pandemic things that we missed, celebrating being together, what else has kind of come to mind for you? I mean, for me, I'm thinking about a lot of things that we didn't get to celebrate this past year, or didn't get to celebrate in the way that we normally would have. Um, so, I mean, there's a whole bunch of us, um, and I mean, not like beyond just here, whole bunch of us that all bought new homes in the past year. That's true. And not one of us had any sort of housewarming celebration. Like normally you have a party and you invite people over and... Literally, I think two people have been inside my house so far. And they're both air conditioning repairmen. <laughs> <laughs> and cable, remember? Oh, yeah. They she didn't have internet. They didn't okay, come two in. They buried friends the cable outside. have been inside my house so far. Yeah, I'm excited to come see it. But I, I think of my mom's birthday. My mom turned 70 uh, last July during the summer. And we had plans. We had we were going to do all these things for her and just have a you know surprise party for her and um, not only did, she, did we have the pandemic, so we couldn't do that, but then she also had a medical situation arise. So she spent her 70th birthday inside of a hospital where we couldn't visit her and couldn't do anything with her. So I picked her up the day after her birthday and she, she was fine. It wasn't that big of a deal, but because of the, mm-hmm. you know, you couldn't get in hospitals either. So, um, you know, we're making up for that this year. We're going to take her on a trip, um, next weekend. We, we all take off together. And so, um, you know, I think. I think that's one way is like there, how do you re-celebrate the things that you missed? There's 
those big milestones um, that that people missed. I think about I graduate this weekend for with my with my doctorate in in the other class that graduated before us during the pandemic. Pandemic, they're having their own celebration. You know, the day before ours. So I think there are ways to go back, and I think that's a really important thing to do, especially those big milestone moments uh, that were missed or that couldn't be properly recognized to go back and celebrate those in some way. And I find ways to go back in a new and different way. Like it doesn't have to go back that, uh, you know, we redo graduations in the exact same way. Um, I, I miss some of the creative ways that we've celebrated things. Yeah. I was, I was talking to a high school student earlier this week who went to graduation last year um, for one of their friends and they did it, their high school did it where um, the students were all out in a field, a football field, and all the participants came in cars. And he was just talking about how cool it was that when someone got to walk across stage by themselves because of COVID, they would just call their name and they'd walk across stages. Everyone would honk their horns as, as they went across. He was just talking about how cool it was. And I thought that's, that's the exact, that's, that's what I love about humanity. There are a lot of things about humans that we do that just drive me nuts, but, (laughs) but we can't like not find ways to mark milestones because Mm -hmm. we know how important they are. And graduation from high school is one of those milestones. And I just love that this here in this, he's a senior this year, uh, was talking about going through graduation, but telling me about how they did it last year. I thought that was really kind of a cool way, um, to recognize that moment. Did they ask everyone to please hold their honks? To the <laughs> <laughs> I love when that gets said in a crowd, everybody's like, forget that. I'm not I, following that rule. I know. I went to a school called Bascom Elementary back in the day, and our principal made us do something called the Bascom Clap so that it would save time at assemblies. So she'd be like, everyone, let's show our new special guest a warm welcome was a Bascom clap. And it was literally all of us just clapping once in unison. <laughs> so it was like a cult, like, you know, like 400 children, like, clap. <laughs> and then the presenter would come up. She's like, thank you so much. And it makes sense. Like, you don't want little kids, like, screaming the whole time because that's what we're doing. That's, but why not? That's my kind of question. Why right not? You know, I mean, I think that is, that is a, a strange thing that adults try to, somehow it's like we stop wanting to celebrate or we think we shouldn't. It's not appropriate to celebrate anymore. I think part of it is that we probably get competitive with one another. And so instead of actually cheering for one another, like we used to. Yeah. I know, Evan, your face was like, whoa, we're getting real deep. I get it though. But instead of cheering for one another... Everybody, that's George. Runs again, <laughs> just reminding you, he does have a green mohawk. <laughs> Instead of cheering for each other, we feel so competitive that celebration just like reminds us of what we're not doing sometimes instead of honoring and being excited for what's happening in other people's lives. Yeah, comparison does rob the joy of celebration, for sure. And I think comparison is all around us. I, we're going to talk about that. Oh, in, that, that certainly that, could be an episode, a future mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. It's, you know, rest and work. And, you know, when we compare mm-hmm. ourselves to things, we can't relax. Like our brains, you know, it just feels like you're holding something, you know, it's like you can hold like a three pound weight, you know, outside holding it up. Like, you know, like if you're ready to do like isometric holds or anything for a workout, we're like, they're like, okay, 
take this three pound weight. You're like, three pound weight. And they're like, now hold it straight out with your arm for as long as you can. Yeah. You hit like 32 seconds and you're like, well, this is agony. I think I give up. Like, I can't do it. I used to always have to think, this is off topic. Uh, when I was a little no. kid, yeah. When I was a little kid, speaking of exercise, do we need I, to get? Do we need to give a disclaimer every time we go off topic? Now is that a new thing for year um, two? I try and do it for Lindsay so that she can cope. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, the truth. It's just a heads up so that she can just <laughs> take it and hold her actual content in her in that corner of her brain while I give her in the other direction. I used to think that it was really important that I could do a pull up because I watched all these shows and people were hanging off of cliffs and like cranes and stuff in like emergencies and like action shows and they couldn't pull themselves up. And I told myself in my head, I always want to be able to do a pull up so that I can pull myself and rescue. I thought I would be stuck on a ledge a lot more often. Possible. Than was true as a child. But I think that's one thing that kids do really well is celebrating with like abandon in the moment. I read a post from a guy who was a pizza delivery man who said that he delivered pizzas to a pizza party at an elementary school. And when he walked in, all the kids just started chanting, pizza, pizza. And they just cheered for him and chanted him in and out of the room. And he was like, I felt like an absolute rock star because I made the pizza party happen, you know? And it's like, if you can just express gratitude in a fun way in that moment, which I think that we've lost a lot of, because we've just been avoiding each other. If you can express gratitude, how much it really means. And that sticks with you when you're able to do that. I love that image. Pizza. Pizza. Well, what would it be pizza. like if we cheered for each other like that? I mean, it. the image is just so neat when you think about it. That I just want us to cheer for each other more. Yeah, I went to this church as a kid that did not allow clapping at all. Even not when even the, a Bascom even when clap. The, yeah, not even a Bascom <laughs> clap. You know, maybe maybe this church's clap would be, let's give it this church clap, but it would be like an air clap that never actually happens. Everyone stares you know, sternly even, at each other. Even like with kids, like when the kids would, the children choir would sing, still you would hear this like, like this one-off clap spread across, you know, but we weren't allowed to clap. We weren't supposed to clap because somehow to celebrate other humans especially our children and, and their ability to do things was somehow taking away the the grandeur of god's goodness in the world you know but i think that is the embodiment of god's goodness in the world is when a child learns to sing and sings together with a group of people yeah well and how you much know? is it celebrating what god is doing in every one of us when we celebrate and cheer for one another right and goodness knows we need it Right. I mean, I'm I all I don't know an adult or a child right now that isn't just tired and stressed and anxious and, and just ready for something to celebrate and something to, you know, something and, and to be celebrated and to be thanked and to be supported. And and I think about people like the pizza delivery man. I mean, you think about all the service workers who who stuck it out and who 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 made all of that happened for us throughout this time and took great risk upon themselves and their families to do it. You know, how do we celebrate those kinds of people in the world too? Just chant pizza at everyone you see. <laughs> That's right. And when some guy drops off a package, he doesn't know what's inside. Start chanting pizza. He's going to get it. Everyone's going to love can pizza. We, can we start Let's cheering see. for us? Not alone. Not <laughs> alone. 
I'm ready. That's it. That's <laughs> Both a, of your faces that's... were like, that doesn't quite work wow. in the we same went way. There, didn't we? More of a calm response, I think. Probably, yeah. We can blast our theme music and hang out. I don't know about you guys. I listen to our theme music to get hyped up in the morning, you know? <laughs> oh, that is one way to celebrate. Yeah, I'm a little too into it. I, I listened to the episode on the ferrets. That's, <laughs> just, I don't even remember talking that much about ferrets. No, the throw-up analogy is also one of my go-to. <laughs> that, that really, I can't get enough of that imagery. Yeah, I definitely oh. don't think we celebrate my analogies enough. Because <laughs> throw-up was technically a food analogy, too. That's true. Technically. Technically. Well, I'm going to get real sappy for a moment. I'm really grateful for both of you. And I'm glad that we are in person. Let's go. In person for the first time. Recording this together. Oh my goodness. It's just. We're going to. I'm going to be full of joy. And celebrating the rest of the day. I'm going to question if it really happened. <laughs> that's, that's true. I'm because Evan didn't actually get dressed for this. He's, he's, to be fair, disclaimer, everyone, I am wearing clothes. I'm just wearing like Your athlete, pandemic I'm wearing clothes athletic still. pants and a t-shirt. That's right. Some of us My, like, Michael and I have on hard pants, like mm-hmm. real hard pants. I have a belt pants. on, an actual Whoa! belt. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know what that is. And socks. Putting the belt on was a humbling experience after a year of being inside. <laughs> like, threw on some real pants. I had to wear a suit the other day, and I was like, I'm just praying this still fits. <laughs> like, just got to get through this. And it fit. It was okay. But it was uh, a little dicey. Just touch and go for a little while there. That was a moment of truth, you know, putting the belt through the loops and then cinching it and going, which notch are you going to land on today? <laughs> oh, the COVID-19. Mm. I mean, it's true, but I think that's a good challenge for us to leave folks with, too, is what are you going to celebrate? What do you need to reach back in time and elevate and exalt and celebrate in your life or in somebody else's life that we just missed? Like We have to do that catch up. I think that we need to have more gratitude around the regular things that we do because like that, Mm -hmm. they can be gone. And that's been that's I me mean, literally like me. that. It was a Friday afternoon, March, Friday the 13th, that we all just, the was whole it world really changed. really a Friday the 13th? Mm-hmm. It really was. Of course. Of course it was. All of a sudden you couldn't buy toilet paper. And that's when you knew it was real. Well, and now we've come full circle because people are putting gas into trash bags and taking it <laughs> home. Putting their <laughs> trunk. The government had to issue a statement. It's not safe to keep gas in plastic bags in your home. <laughs> like, what is wrong with us? Anyways, well, celebrate your gas because you never know when it's going to go away. Any other parting thoughts as we wrap our 100th episode? I just want to say thanks to all those who stuck it out with us, too, uh, on this little experience, experiment that we've been part of together. It's fun to uh, to meet you and 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 for people to just like pick up conversation off of things that we talked about. I think our point of this is not um, is really to try to help people feel not alone with the things that they're dealing with yeah. in their everyday life, and to try to make a, a conversation around mental health and spirituality and and life just normal. Because I think in the end, that's that's what we our greatest responsibility is to help our children 
and our friends learn how to talk about what they're going through and, mm-hmm. and to be vulnerable because we just, it's time. It's time to, just, it's time to live a more whole life and, and less fragmented. And so I'm glad we were able to do that together in some way over this last year and, and look forward to whatever the future of, um, of this looks like as we continue to remind people they're not alone. I hope that in this episode today that everybody just feels the giddiness of us being together. I mean, we are having a hard time uh, not jumping from topic to topic and catching up on everything because it just feels so good to have this part of our lives back. So thanks for joining us in the giddiness of what this is going to look like in the future. And use this as an excuse to go celebrate with somebody. Yes. That's right. The podcast, our our commission to you is to go and to find a way to celebrate something in your life today, this weekend, whenever you hear this. Find, create an opportunity to celebrate and the people around you, even if it is the pizza delivery guy. Especially pizza, pizza, pizza. How cool would that be? Next time you we order pizza every Friday night. The next time we do that, I'm going to get the kids to make like banners and like posters and pony delivered. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, that sounds great. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Thanks, Michael and Lindsay, for everything and for coming over and for us being able to record in person. And um, looking forward to us recording this next episode here. So we'll see you next episode, everybody. Thanks to Justin Patton, who produced this episode and did the music. As always, you can reach out to us at NotAlonePod on Instagram. We love to hear from you. Feel free to drop us a review or send us some uh, topics you'd like for us to cover. It's always fun. We'll see you next episode. Bye-bye.